Lucky Land slots, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Today's episode of The Cantina is brought to you by Grow Generation. Whether you're at the Death Star or the Senate, they have everything you need to grow right where you are. More from them later in the episode. Welcome to a galaxy far, far away. Here at the Cantina Podcast, we provide top-shelf service, including rumors, leaks, news, and reviews. Come in, order a Lominale, and remember, no droids allowed. we, We should be good to go. Yeah, we're we're good to go. Go everyone. Thank you. Well, welcome to the can- cantina. Uh, our introductions are hopefully be becoming famous. Cam and I are starting to plot some new new fun fun things for that. Speaking of Cam, Cam and I, I am Kyle Malone. The other guy guy here today is Cam Clark. We are the crew of this flying vessel, the cantina. It's a flying bar, and it's only that way because all of a sudden I kept saying crew, and I was like, oh, wait, we've got a bar theme. So now we're a flying ship called the cantina with a bar, and all we it's just do got is, bad, isn't it? Yeah, we, we it, th- think we it's, just fly about and get people drunk, basically. It's errant venture with a really big focus on the bar. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, okay, Cam, how, how's it going, bud? Good, good yourself. Ah, oh, man, I I'm hanging in in there. You know, it's whew, it's been a fun week with the uh, with the Star Wars visions and and me getting to re rewatch some some stuff and re reanalyze it. Get a get a big kick out of everyone's reactions. You know, I I labeled our um our uh what do you call it our review from uh anime versal reviews podcasts uh wherever you guys you know get your podcasts uh subscribe to the genre genreverse podcast network uh we did a crossover with cantina cam gave uh gave some thoughts uh not a not a huge anime guy but the the thing i've loved the, the most is just seeing how many people like you that aren't mm-hmm. necessarily anime people that did find one or or two that yeah one or two that they enjoy yeah, yeah they they um, went yeah, that's huh. a good thing. yeah <laughs> i i like that yeah and, i wasn't and... expecting it to be mm-hmm. honest you know i mean i can remember a similar situation watching the animatrix years ago and you know liking one or two out of mm-hmm. them and not liking the rest you know um and i just just thought it'd be something similar here but you know there was a few that didn't appeal to me but you know there was a few that i genuinely enjoyed so yeah and and the the coolest thing about it to me was how everyone was so willing to say you know what fuck can't canon i can do this without canon i i'll be happy without yeah this is fine (laughs) we knew we always knew right for they announced this it wasn't going to be canon so everybody's had a lot of time to get their heads around that and you just that's the way you have you have to go into it. looking at it as just some fun stories that you can take or leave depending on which ones you enjoy that's it really 
yeah so i dug it i hope everyone will t- take a chance i'll i'll uh, remember to link link down below and of course if you're subscribed to our you, youtube channel uh it, it's there and and the pod, podcast network which i already uh plugged and hey lrmonline.com genreverse.com guys uh it's all one big latino review me, media fan family it's all lrm genre versus for the super super duper geeky stuff co- co- coming in in the in the future but anyways man i i guess, guess that's enough house housekeeping and and kind of saying hey go go check out last last week's stuff why don't we go ahead and start start talking about some of this week week's interesting news man mm. oh and hey uh the the sto- stowaway yeah he's he's yeah. off he's off ship this week so whatever whatever unfortunately there's a few issues with the engine yeah. and he's down in the engine room um fixing some stuff you know we, we don't we don't get involved in that you know we're nope. too busy flying and that and that's legit there ha- has been some issues with the <laughs> yeah. with the site uh there was a, a cloud something or, or another that that went down la- last night and uh we're running checks and all, all of that so if you ran into any issues hit us hit Sorry. us up in uh <laughs> in uh, a message if you are still getting that that issue and then yeah we, we do apologize but uh Dude, I'm gonna go ahead and try to see if my wonderful tr- transitions work. <gasps> it looked like it did. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you won't be able to see it as much, Cam, no. because uh, well, actually, I think I can. I think I can ma- manage that too. Boom! Look at that. I, I think it'll work. There you go, Cam. Can can you see that? Yeah, I screen see being that. shared. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. So we're talking about the uh, Lucy Lawless uh, bit go- going on. Uh, a while ago, everyone may may remember that uh, G- Gina Carano playing uh, Cara Dune, Cara Dune on the Mandalorian series was let go. Cam and I are not going to get into all those specifics about right, wrong, when, why, how. Regardless, everybody she, probably knows a, what exactly anyway and can make their own judgments. Right. Well, well one thing I wasn't uh, necessarily aware of was the fact that people had fan casted. Uh, uh, no, Lucy I Wallace didn't know this either. Uh, this was to this replace was, her. Uh, yeah. When I, you know when you no go ahead. Peter half wrote this mm-hmm. story. You know, I was reading it and and for the first time, it wasn't as if I had already picked that up elsewhere myself. You know, so. So I was absolutely like, whoa, this is interesting because I'd never seen that whole fan casting thing happen either. We it's never come across our doorstep, that's all I would say, or any of the places that I visit to, to discuss Star Wars with fans, but it must have been out there. Exactly, exactly. So uh uh people were, were fan ca- casting her and you and I actually supported the idea of recasting Kara Dune. We did. Yeah, and I mean letting we, her, we thought the that might have been actually yeah. the, the, the easier hurdle, if you like, mm-hmm. uh to, to pass rather than because while we don't know the ins and outs, something feels funky with the already announced Rangers of the Republic show, which is our understanding is supposed to and... feature Gina Carano and we just don't know what's happening with that now. And well it's no longer what, under active production. It's not what, under the phrase that production, they, whatever yeah. that means. But so it's interesting and you kinda there's a part of you that wonders whether a recast would have just avoided all that and let them just schmooze on. But yep. you know, hopefully what we get at the end of it all is something better. That's all you can ever hope for, isn't it? We we can hope, but what we, what we for certainly 
what we for certain do have is this from, from Lucy Lawless that she was actually being considered for another role. What that other role was, they don't mention. Well, he knows. Well, she knows, but yeah, she ain't talking. Uh, we don't know what what project, movie, TV, and nope. animated. Like she was just up up for something else. And in an in an interview with the uh, with Metro U- UK. Uh, which has this weird hyperlink issue, apparently. <laughs> Maybe it's just just us, but anyways, uh, they they did an interview with her, and I'll I'll go ahead ahead and well, Cam, you don't stutter. Could you can you see her quote well enough to read it? If I change my screen slightly, I can. Yeah, oh, okay. give me just two <laughs> seconds because I wouldn't be able to read it in the the actual. But if I go here on my my phone and I can just read it from there. Anyway, oh, so okay. Here's what Lucy Lawless said. Well, to be honest with you, should I do it in our accent? Let's do it in an Australian accent. Oh, God. <laughs> well, to be honest with you, I was already in discussions about something. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't the Mandalorian, something Star Wars affiliated. It might have hurt me in some way, but no, I'll stop that. Because then they couldn't hire me because then it would seem to be pandering to, I'm just guessing here, I don't know anything. But in some ways, it can be unhelpful because if you pander to this fan group, <coughs> then how are you going to pander to every other fan group? Do you know what I mean? Loss has also shared how fan casting would make her look. And she had said, I became political and I had nothing to do with the discussion. But that's the way the world is. And, it's meant, and they meant it out of love. And I thank the fans for their fealty to me. I haven't thought about that since. So it hasn't given me any pain. But that was my thought at the time, like, ooh, this makes me look like a political appointment and not an actress. Mm. What do you think? I mean, I, I get that. Yeah, I, I, understand, I, that. I understand. And exactly how she could feel that way. Uh, mm-hmm. at, but where she's like, yeah, it sucks. But what a what a mature way to, to like deal with it, you know? Like, yeah, Definitely. yeah. This, this situation sucked. But life, life go, life goes on. I mean, I think she she comes across as one of those actor, actresses that knows that, you know, I don't think she came in yet as a great actress. To be honest, if we go back to the Zoria, the Zira, sorry, Warrior Princess yeah. days, you know, it was a bit Even like Battlestar Galactica, big, big tough woman. But I think she has actually grown as an actor over the years, I like her and, in, and she uh, is quite humble. I think dead. about um, what sorry and what. Uh, uh, Ash versus Evil oh, Dead. I have not seen her in that. I saw she yeah. was in it, but I've, I've not seen that. Um, I did see it in something. Now, I believe I'm going to guess it's an Australian sort of network mm. show that she stars in, and she's like a detective. So we must get some of those programs over in the UK sometimes, and I know that she does do that. Um, and she was all right in it, as far as I can tell. You know what? Australian tabs on your former former prison colony. (laughs) (laughs) Well, some of the soap operas have have always been very popular over here. So there's a couple of really popular Australian soap operas that have been broadcast over here for since I was a kid. So thirty odd years, you know. But but we don't get a lot of Australian programming. I must admit. Um, But but this one, I saw it on one of our sort of cable channels if you like they're your equivalent of cable channels mm-hmm. um, and my wife was watching it so it was just one of those things that I watched and while it wasn't really my cup of tea as a drama show she, she was okay in it um, I can't even remember the name yet but she was the star of the show 
Um, and it was very different role from kind of anything else that I've seen her in either. So, yeah, I thought she was pretty good. Um, I mean, if I had to compare her acting skills to Gina Carano, I have to go with Lucy Lawless, personally. I don't know about you, Kyle, but I'm, I'm on the Lawless camp in terms of which one's the better actress. As as of now, yeah, Carano did, did fine with her role. Uh, I never felt that she was acting poorly as as Cara no, Dune. But uh, it's but, a very limited yes, role. It, it, that's what well. I was going to say. Where we were going to find out whether or not she could actually, you know, do it yeah. was going to be uh, allegedly Rangers and p- potentially, you know, like a, a season three of of Man- Mandalorian. But uh, yeah, I think we needed we needed <sighs> to see if she could actually, you know, yeah. I think there was a lot of doubt amongst the fan base whether she could lead a show. Mm-hmm. Um, and I kind of I get that, you know, because some... I didn't mind her as a secondary character, but I wasn't sure myself whether could Gina actually lead a show. Um, no, I'm not so sure about that, but we may never know now. Yeah, and we 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 could look at like Battle Battlestar Galactica, where, like I said, her role it was she did she did okay. There was really che- cheesy parts and parts where they're trying to be really really d- dramatic and and. Makes me wonder. Do, do you know if she came up through like Australian soap operas by chance? Because oh uh, no, I don't know. I couldn't okay. tell you that. Um, uh, but most most the, I'm going to say most Australian actors do start like off. I mean, Chris Hemsworth. I remember him just as a young lad uh, when he first appeared in the show Home that, and Away. That one, yeah. Um, and he wasn't that good. I'll be honest. Chris Hemsworth was not some great actor. Uh, back in those early soap days, I don't think they ever are. I mean, mm. some f- famous pop star, obviously Kylie Minogue, began mm. the same way. Um, again, better pop star than I would say she is an actor. But you know, they do have some good ones as well. Heath Ledger. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Heath Ledger started exactly the same That's way, and I don't think weird. anybody's going to argue that he was a good actor. See, and we'll we'll have a few others I've seen as well that maybe don't get the limelight, but you know, yeah. the crafts there, you know. When you put them in better projects, they become better. Let's put it that way. It's the same yeah. way, you know, not every soap star in America could then make it, you know, into a more sort of serious role, but some of them will and, and go on and be better than, than the material that they were initially working on, won't they? Yeah. I, I, and, and the only reason I, I brought it up is is some of the, like, especially over dramatic parts with her in uh in 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 battle battlestar galactica you could kind of feel that soap opery t- type drama to I mean, it she, like that she was quite late and wasn't yeah. she she was late and uh, so she, she was like two. she was one of the side was it as early yeah, as she was, she, she was a in, but didn't she her role kind of get bigger more in, into as it went on three, as yep. you started to mm-hmm. explore the Cylons more and, and, and she like became that. crazy and was eventually like yeah. shut off and yeah, yeah. spoilers <laughs> well, yeah, you know, it's an old old show now but um, the I seem to remember even oh, I'm going to kick myself for forgetting his name the guy that played uh, what's his name in Quantum Leap what's his name been in tons of stuff. Uh, oh, the, American actor. The, the original Apo- Apollo, that guy. Uh, no, not no. him. 
Um, the one that was the boss of the Cylons in the reboot. And yeah. he, he was in Quantum Leap and he played not Sam, but what was the other one? I know the old 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 man, he he's he's the 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 church church guy. He used to go pastor. Ziggy says ninety one point two percent. You know, him anyway, right, I've forgotten his name, damn it. Um Hold on, I just need to look this up now. I'm, on. I'm on, on it. 2005 IMDb. Yeah, I. I, I Dean already... Stockwell as Al Calavici. There you go. Yep. So that was where I remembered him from. And he, I, I think I've seen him in a lot of stuff. Um, and he's not, you know, some big, massive, you know, star. So he's been in some crap, Dean Stockwell. And he's been in some good things. And he's good in the good things. And he's crap and the crap things does that make sense so mm-hmm. sometimes i think the actor can only do so much with whatever project they're in and i think the later seasons of battlestar galactica they get a bit pulpy over dramatic oh, don't they, they towards they the end a little uh, bit so, absolutely you know still a really really good good good, still a good series, show. series overall fucking good show if anyone's missed out on on it please do do go back and check it out because it is great especially the early seasons Yes, especially at the at the early seasons. Uh, you know, our our next kind of uh, fun story to to talk about is something we got to talk about. You know, a, a few weeks ago, and as I go ahead and tr- transition on one screen and transition into another for for Cam, <laughs> uh, we get to talk about uh, the Minimus Masood uh, Ezra Bridger cat casting. And yeah. some stuff that recently he had to uh, say, and and uh, why, why don't you talk about about it a bit, Cam? Yeah. So I mean, obviously, if if we go by the the kind of the process of how this all worked out, so initially there was rumors that initially came from actually the guys over at KRT that said Mina Masood was in talks to play mm-hmm. live action Edward Bridger. Oh, cool. Um. Then after that. Mina Masood put up an Instagram post himself and it was him sort of shirtless in a, you know, publicity short, shall we say, publicity short. And uh, in that publicity short, he then used a quote and the quote was one of Ezra's from the Rebels series. So being it, this was the time that the, the rumour started to come out that he was in talks, everybody was like, oh, what's this? Um, and obviously not that long ago, how long was that? But maybe a month and a half ago yeah, ourselves, uh, we revealed two. Um, two, was it now? Uh, we had kind of revealed that Mina Masood was Ezra Bridger. He had signed on. The talks were over. He yes. signed up. He's got the part. And, you know, and it's since then, obviously, that he's had this um, recent conversation with Screen Rant. Now, you know, he's, what's he going to do? He's not going to sit sit there and turn around and go, yes, you have you have caught me out. I am indeed Ezra Bridger and I'm going to announce it live right now yeah. on Screen Rant to give you the, that, the promotion yeah. for that. It can't be done, right? So he's not obviously going to say that. But um, I thought his answers that he gives, which I'll go over in, in just a second, um, were quite diplomatic and quite well answered, actually, in comparison to how we've, we've saw some similar things from Marvel stars recently, shall we say. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, he basically just said, you know, look, I want it. You know, that's a role I wanted to get, so I put my name out there. Uh, and it's a role I would still be happy to play. Um, 
you know, if Lucasfilm were so kind as to look in my direction, which I think is a nice way to play it, especially given I'm pretty sure at this point when this interview takes place, he already knows he's he's signed up. And I'm mm. guessing so do probably the interviewers, but they just can't talk about it either, to yeah. be honest. But anyway, so what he exactly said was, yeah, just manifest and just manifest and trying different things. Yeah, there's not much more I can say about that. But, you know, I had heard mur- murmurings that this role was coming up. Now, that's, I think, the most key statement in this process mm-hmm. for me. Where do we think that Mina Masood hears rumblings that the Ezra Bridger role's coming up? Do you think it's through LRM.online.com <laughs> or whatever other? I'm not I going to wish. promote all our rivals. Uh, but, you know, there's plenty of them out there that they could go... I don't think he's talking about the rumours that Mm-mm. Ezra was going to be live cast. I think he's talking about Remember, agencies. by the time... Yes, exactly. By the time those, you know, rumours had come out, the rumour was he was already in talks by that mm-hmm. point. So he's clearly heard that through the industry itself, you know, through agents, etc. And that's how this game's played at the end of the day behind the scenes um, without us getting involved in an actual fact sometimes it's the casting calls which which a lot of sites get a hold of and get information from these casting calls at the end of the day so yeah I think that pretty much confirms if, if anyone was you oh, they'll never bring Ezra but someone's still living in the dark and hitting their head off that padded wall that Ezra Bridger won't come to live action well what, what does that tell you that's all I would say if, if he had heard it through the grapevine that this role was coming up anyway um, and this was becoming a real thing so I just kind of wanted to throw my name in the ring and yeah just part of manifesting what you want so you know saying that he wants that role uh, as for why he did that kind of post on Instagram he said I think we live in an age now that's so different from the 70s, 80s, 90s Hollywood where there was no social media. It was really mm-hmm. just your representatives putting things out there for you. But now we have the ability to put things out there for ourselves because of social media and because we can put things out there. So yeah, I just wanted it put out there. I guess it would be a dream come true. Um, and he then went on to kind of talk a little bit about how he feels like the the role of Aladdin being in such a big movie as Aladdin has prepared him already kind of to take that step to something big like Star Wars because I know it's not sci-fi in the same way but I get what he's what he means a big Disney production you know with a lot mm. of money riding on it um, and you know Aladdin was pretty well loved by I've never seen it I must admit have you seen the new Aladdin kill Parts, parts of it. I don't Absolute. like musicals. It's not my style, cup of tea. So. Oh, I'm, I'm very picky on my musicals as well. It's not usually my kind of thing. But the people that do like that sort of thing that have seen it have all said, "Yeah, it was good. Enjoyed mm-hmm. it." You know, Will Smith was great in it. Mina Masood was great in it. So, and the, the movie made money. So that's the most important thing for Disney, as far as they're concerned. Uh, but here's what he says in, in terms of that opportunity itself. I think it would just be a great opportunity to take everything that I learned on a set like Aladdin and implement it into the Star Wars or DC or Marvel Universe. So, you know, he knows the, the three big franchises that you want to try and get into at the moment. Um, we're talking about manifesting. So, yeah, it would mean a lot. It would mean a lot. I think I would also do a solid job and I'd work really hard. I like what they're doing with that world and how they're expanding the universe. So, you know, it kind of sounds like, you know, um, I can't say anything, but it is a dream role of mine. I would love it. And if, if Lucasfilm 
ever have any interest in me for the role, please, uh, please give me a phone, kind of thing. I like that. Which I think yeah. is a, quite a smart way of of putting that. If if, if Andrew Garfield <laughs> had answered his questions the same way and said, "Do you know, look, if if they ever are interested in me coming back as Spider Man, I, I would I would be there in a second. So if Sony, Marvel, if you are interested, give me a phone, you know, and it, it just took it on on that like way. Um, rather than, I know it's a slightly different situation from Mina's been cast, he's not shot anything yet, he's not been in any sets yet, whereas Garfield's been glimpsed on set and all that sort of stuff, so it's, it's, it is a little bit of a different situation, but you know what I mean, I thought it was a professional way to answer that question at this point, when we, we're saying anyway that he's already got the role and has signed up to it. Yeah, I... I... Not not only that that but Rosario Dawson's you know tweets after our our big or Instagram posts yeah. after our big reveal and it's, it's happening it's happening yeah that's and the, the fact that's that just yes he's this is, that's it this this is one of those 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 ones where it's it it usually if it's this this wrong it's usually put down already so yeah. We're we're it's, still it's, feeling pretty damn nah. damn good about it, guys. Well, I, our I, reputation I like will get absolutely tanked if he doesn't end up being Ezra. And we put it that way. So that's how confident I am that we'll be so he's taking our yeah. reputation on it. That's what I said <laughs> today. So I stand by that. <laughs> absolutely, but I'll also remind everyone that the the leak or not leak, but you know. Uh, what what's the word? Scoop get game. That's not our primary purpose. Our primary purpose mm. is is giving you guys news and and opinions. And whenever we get juicy little nuggets like this, we'll we'll share them. But if we can, yeah, if we if we can, we can't share anything else now until we take a word from our sponsors mm. over at Grow Generation. Grow Generation, where the pros go to grow. For all of your cultivation needs, Grow Generation has the right products, service and staff to make your grow successful. Go to www.growgeneration.com where the pros go to grow. Oh, welcome back, back everyone. I, I didn't mean to sigh about the, the, the ad. I was sighing about something else, but but welcome back everyone to uh, uh, to the show. They, thank you, Grow Generation, for, for sponsoring us. Uh, the last kind of thing that that we had to talk about, what was it? Oh, the the book of Boba Fett pr- premiere Boba Fett. date. Are yeah, we we, we, we got a new poster, but the poster doesn't really. Well, it it does much. show some armor well, it does. stuff. It does yeah. show that it's changed slightly, doesn't it? The yeah. armor's a little bit different from what we saw at the end of Mandalorian season two. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's other than that. Which we kind of we'd heard that through the grapevine anyway, didn't we? That there was going to be some armor yes. changes. I think that was something that Best and Bulletin had had kind of I learned. Believe, which we trust those so. guys. Yep. Um, Did and they, good, um, good job. And I think yeah, they had we said you know, there's, there's going to be some changes. Some of our thoughts about what what we might see, and, and it wasn't necessarily our thoughts, but we punt, we pontificated on people that had brought up Django Fett. And yeah, I think, yeah. I, think I said, yeah, I think I said I could seriously see it happening, but no, not at all, all for, from, from this. Now that's not to say that there might not be some Django shit late later on, but I also can't remember the specifics, but I, we may have brought up the idea of, you know, Boba's his, his own man though. So what do you think about the the poster since I got it on the screen? Just to, to start off with that, and and the hot yellow highlights and 
and all of that. I mean, I like it. It's it's simple. Um, it does the job. It's basically his chair, if you like. I think meant to be that he's on Jabba's throne. Um, sets the scene for where we saw him leave off at the end of the Mandalorian season two, but really doesn't give us any more information than that, other than that suit looks kind of cool, I must say. It all looks yeah. kind of cool. Um, yeah. But I, but I, I just, I'm, no I'm satisfied that there's not a drastic uh, uh, change to, no, yeah, yeah, to the look, to, to the feel. It looks like he's evolution. Just, yeah, he, uh, he's been a, able to upgrade, upgrade. Yeah. So yeah, uh, the big deal though, of course, is what I'm circling on the screen, which is the the uh, release date, which is later Lumbered. than what I think think most most of us thought. I think 100%. most of us thought this was like a right before Christmas type thing. But the, the main reason as well is Hawkeye, because yeah. the way the schedule works at the moment, Hawkeye's finale is supposed to be that date. And that seems like a strange day to have all the the buzz be about the Mandalorian. Not the Mandalorian, the Book of Boba Fett, sorry. But, you know, hey, it's the same yeah, story. Yeah, I know what you meant. We're getting told. Um and people know that, that it's a continuation of that story, so it is going to bring the Mandal crowd over. So, I mean, I absolutely think that's fine. It's only two half-hour shows, probably. Yeah, We can watch them both in that or one day, and we can, we can talk about them both. Maybe. Or, yeah, maybe, yeah, depending on what the situation is. So, I have no issue with it, but it just seems like it would have been wiser for them, for example, to start a week earlier. I agree. With, you know, the semi-final, if you like, mm-hmm. a Hawkeye, rather than the actual finale itself. But, you know, for whatever reason, it is what it is. Or even... That's going to be a cool day, December do, 29th. Do Unless the, they bring the Hawkeye finale, like, early, and they do a double or something like that a week before it, which, who knows? They can do whatever they want. Yeah. Or they could show it on Christmas Day, as a special on Christmas Day instead of the 29th. Who knows? Yeah, that's just pure speculation on my part. As far as we know, it should be I've, scheduled to finish in the twenty I've been getting on to this whole set idea of oh, movies for Friday and and shows uh, Wednesday. Fuck that noise, guys! You're already making it TV again. We're all guys. We all got duped. We're we're back. We're back to cable TV. It just now takes oh. a. Fuck, lot, lot long between channels. There was some comment this week I'd heard about you know the possibility of Disney looking at maybe putting adverts on Disney Plus, and I just thought, well, <laughs> all we're getting then is just TV yeah. online. So they're making money off as exact, subscriptions exactly. and adverts. Yeah, it's it's too well, much. Well, Amazon. Is. Amazon does adverts for its own shit on on Prime. You can skip I think that's it. That's okay, but it's still advertising. Your it's own annoying, shit, you know. But uh, the 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 uh, they they should have like, hey, when's Monday is Star Wars Day? Wednesday is Marvel Day. Friday uh, is Movie Day, and say the Thursday is Disney Original Day. So mm. that that way you're not. You don't always have to worry about overloading any particular day. So the next the next uh, season of that that um, the next season of that what do you, what do you call it uh, the the one with um, the Grand Ma- Master uh, fuck Jurassic uh, Park in 
Dr. Ian Mal- Malcolm, fucking... Ragnarok? What if? Well, yeah, it's the actor, her. Oh, um, the world according to Jeff Goldblum. Go- Goldblum, thank thank you guys. This is this Sorry. is what it's like to have a, a, a brain interest <laughs> sometimes. That's why uh, you've got me here. That would be a, a Thursday thing. But Boba mm-hmm. Fett would be, like I said, let's say M- Marvel Monday. So Book of Boba Fett would be a Wednesday thing. And then Hawkeye would be a Monday. What is wrong? What is wrong with that? You know, oh. and that way you still manage to have over overlapping things to make sure you have a continuous la- layer of new shows. You just don't necessarily overlap on on days. I, and because yeah. like when Visions came out with what if, you know, I had stuff to watch that day and extra shit and i was like ah the first world yeah. first world problem for sure it could sure. end up getting to a point where there's too much in a way depending on what they've got going on at the same time um yeah. i'm talking like once we get a lot further down the line and there's just more and more content coming out you know then who knows it could get a bit tricky but at the moment it doesn't bother me but i can totally see your point of view as well i just don't know there must be something behind the scenes that Disney have looked at that that makes them think this is the best option. Maybe I I honestly think it's it's just all still experimental and and there's still a lot of people that are like, oh well, Netflix used to release everything on the on this day, so that's Wasn't how that it's Tuesday done for or something streaming that, and that Netflix. Did it, yeah, I, I think they're they're trying somebody, to figure maybe out. Maybe I'm getting mixed up with someone else. Maybe I I'm not, but but I think it's them playing with it, and it's fine to play with it i'm just in cur- cur- <laughs> but no more than twice because then, then anyways um you know it, it's fine for them to to m- mess around with, with the schedule i'm encouraging them to mess mess around with it even yeah even more actually and i guess i could get boba fett off this off the screen <laughs> i think they want to make they want to make wednesday disney plus day basically every maybe week. yeah that's the, that's the I think that's the hook that they're going for and saying, right, if you want to catch all the new stuff, you know, if mm-hmm. you say Disney plus night is your Wednesday night of the week, then we'll always have something new for you. And maybe that, maybe there's like a smart part of that, which um, because there is so many other competing services out there that are bringing out new material. I mean, that new foundation's getting a lot of love on Apple Plus. Mm-hmm. There's something that I don't subscribe to, Apple Plus. I think I have an Apple phone, so I think I can get a free trial to maybe try it. But, um, you know, that it just feels like a step too far. I'm already subscribing yeah. to Netflix, Amazon, yeah. Disney Plus, Xbox Game Pass. I kind of feel like if I had to take another one, one of them would have to go. And I'll have to be honest with you, right now looking at it, do you know what one I would pick to go and just come back to when they when they brought something that I wanted? Yeah, it's Disney Netflix. Plus. Oh, Netflix? No, oh, Netflix. Really? Mm. Disney Plus has got far more content, which appeals to me. My daughter loves Disney Plus. My son will watch more stuff than Disney Plus. Now, don't get me wrong, my wife likes quite a few things in Netflix, but after a while, she's kind of run out of things to use in that. I would say... She finds more to watch on Amazon, and if I think about what's coming oh, I in the future, I'd never outside watch of, it. well, in my country, Better Call Saul's on Netflix, right? Yeah. So I know that's not the same in America because it's AMC, but in my country, we get that on Netflix. Um, so I would want to see that. I would want to see a new season of Umbrella Academy and the Witcher stuff. Outside of that, that's not that much. I would. I would I would be dying to jump onto Netflix for it at the moment. That maybe has been in the past, but not right now. Whereas if I look at Disney Plus, there's 
supposedly 31 projects that Marvel have got in the go. Now, a lot of them are movies, so mm -hmm. take off a percentage of them, plus all the Star Wars stuff, which is mostly Disney+. Plus. Then we've got, you know, various other things that I quite like on Disney+, Plus as well. And, and in my country, again, we've got that star, so we've got all the Fox stuff as well uh, that you have in Hulu. So that one, to me, is just... It's like the, the, the most appealing one of them all. And then when I look at Amazon, Wheel of Time coming out, Lord of the Rings show, a few other bits and bobs that I already like on there. You know, I think at the moment it, it ends up in second place with me um, be between the kind of big three. And I never thought I would say that a couple of years ago. No. You know, because Netflix was 100% was number one. But I just think a lot of what they've put their money in, it's like, let's... Let's put as much stuff out as we can and we'll see what hits. And what hits we keep and what doesn't we get ready. And I almost feel that they've done too much and not yeah. gave some things a chance. There's like good shows that they've cancelled and there's weird shows I've got no interest in that they, they seem to per persevere with. I just don't really understand what they're doing over there at the moment. Well, I part of it legit legitimately is, and I, I don't want to get too deep into the politics because it's star star wars show show while politics matter in star wars these aren't star wars politics but part of it is is thinking that twitter is a good uh uh focus group and it's not and and uh uh netflix has has learned that as as well as a lesson that several other mm. companies don't seem to want to try to learn from which is that you you cannot live off of sub subscription alone thankfully these other companies maintain their mer merchandise rights to mm. uh uh fluff things and then of course certain co companies like uh 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 um freaking uh, uh no uh disney have um, parks to further yeah uh, uh and and you know disney the and subscription our, thing disney also have theaters which paramount you know paramount plus and hbo max but i don't talk about those two and this is the reason i don't talk about those two because they're not international so that's a that's a states only thing right mm -hmm. or maybe they haven't canada i don't know maybe. um I don't, I don't but know we, we don't have hbo max and there doesn't look as if there's any plans to give us that instead that's like going to be an extra channel they're going to sell as a subscription to on our, our normal cable networks because the main cable network in my country, Sky TV, guess who owns them? Same company that owns HBO and Discovery and all. It's all one big thing now, but that, that's who owns Sky in, in this country. Originally, they were owned by Fox, and Disney wanted it as part of the Fox acquisition, but the only way they could get it over the line was to give, at that point, AT&T um, the Sky part of it, and it mm. went over there. So, yeah, it's just, I don't know, that... that I just don't see the point of that. I think if you're going to have these proper competing big studio franchises, you've got to go big. And going big is worldwide for me. You know, yeah, that's the only way you're going to get producing your own shows and make money off them. And and not only not not only do you have the interesting business things like that, but the the very very odd uh, broadcasting rules in in different areas, like the fact that in Europe boobs. Or one one thing, but violence is is another. While in America, it's like, oh God, no boobs, 
but God <laughs> bless the blood and gut. Gut. So there, there's a lot of layers I mean, to it, you know. Yeah, ratings do change. Yeah, it's getting better, but you know, one of the articles I wrote last week was talking about ratings because the ratings for Eternals had come out Marvel movie, mm-hmm. and um, when I was a kid, the ratings were so strict in mm-hmm. the UK. It's unbelievable, and we would get a lot of stuff like scenes cut or. Or things taken out to the make a certain na- verification, or it would changed. be just higher rated. Um, yeah, I mean, like famously, the Teenage Mutant Hewer, Ninja Turtles had to be uh, called yeah, Teenage Hero Mutant Turtles Heroes Turtles in the UK for years. I mean, thankfully, that's just no longer there. You can have Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles up to your eyes in, in the With UK Nunchaku. now. Um, can, yeah, can he have can the nun- nunchucks now? Yeah, I think you can even have them. I mean, my son is, is uh, can use nunchucks, so it's not as yeah, if they're yeah. illegal or something. Like he he's actually practiced to do it. It was just the thought of what of if the kids see arts. this? <laughs> yeah. Um, so no, it's, it's it is a different world now, mm-hmm. but there is still that. You know, maybe UK is is kind of conforming more to American standards, but then. There's other countries, and everybody's got their own rating system in it. And then mm. the big problem is the rights issues. You have all exactly. these companies, and they've it's paid very, all this money layered. for the movies, and half of them own the rights to show Warner Brother movies. So Warner Brothers can't just say, "Hey, let's let's just take all them." And, back. Disney had issues with that to begin with as and well. And there's and there's still international di- distribution rights for over the air services, mm-hmm. let alone like I said, every like I, I feel man. it. I lived in. I I lived in Europe. Like I, I was an American living in. Imagine that. Like imagine having American inter- entertainment the way that I. He was I an do. American werewolf. And yeah, exactly. And then you know I did for for almost six years of my life. I I lived in in Europe, and then additional years of my life living in in the Middle East. But but I I that know what it's, what it's like. You know. Surely. Yeah. <laughs> and, and even even the way they they pump. U.S. Inter- entertainment to the to the service members via the uh, our armed forces network. All they do mm-hmm. is they take like the it's like the top forty of of music, but it's the top forty of TV and each like mm-hmm. genre. So it's like the top forty uh, uh, prime time shows Wait. go on a prime time so, channel. The top forty. Uh, this is a strange question. Show. But let's yeah. say you were and I know there's no American very little American trips there now. But let's just say you were back in. Afghanistan or Iraq or something <laughs> like that, and the new season of Mandalorians. Would you get to actually watch that like while you were it? Um, so more. How would you you do that? So more than likely, the USO would uh, and MWR would work with uh, uh, Disney. Uh, and the the legal v- VPNs that we use for s- secure communications and access to to US based networks and maybe uh, showing them at uh, the the MWR which are like our rec, rec center gotcha. facilities so there. you might be able to go somewhere yeah, and maybe I, say like oh I we're was, showing this tonight or but as far like as getting it come on. yeah as far as getting getting it our ourselves there were bases with. Uh, with uh uh internet in your in your rooms if so you were you on like theoretically a, download it to a laptop theoretically or, could you know, use v- through that. VPN yeah, and, yeah. and all gotcha. all of that but i i would i would hope and i hope to this this day that 
with, with these streaming services be, becoming bigger and and uh, definitely all of our service members out there and any foreigners, if you guys got something similar, con- contact M- MWR and and USO and 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 look at you know can you guys can you guys get a streaming party set up at, at the local MWR? So I I think that's gonna good good idea bring bringing that up. Cam, I pr- that's something I didn't even think about. That's that's cool, but yeah. Thinking uh, of our servicemen <laughs> all over the world, things I've never served. I, I will say I will will say this: when it comes to in- entertainment, it's it's much like li- life in Jurassic Park. In in the military, it finds a way. <laughs> entertainment <laughs> finds yeah, a way. Yeah, I'm sure it does. I'm sure it does. But I was thinking of the more. Uh, um, above board methods. Yeah, yeah. So there's there's some there's some some ways, but uh, I I had left Europe before that was becoming a big uh, a big to do type type deal. So yeah, you wouldn't have had that even back then. I mean, we didn't have Disney Plus, for example. No, you know, it just yeah. wasn't there, so you didn't have to think about something like that. No, but I do have anyway. to think. <laughs> I was gonna say I do have to think about wrapping up the show. Show Cam, did you have anything else you wanted to to, to bring up? Anything that we kind of missed? I don't think so. Be excited when we get to to actually like twenty ninth. That's the Wednesday. Mm-hmm. I dare say the, the the Friday of that week will be a review of the Book of Boba Fett number one, going by how we normally do things. So, yeah, yeah, it should should be and and. Uh, you know, like I said, everyone, we did our our fun little uh, 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 go with um, anime versal reviews and and the cantina talking um, uh, Star Wars visions. So please, please do check check that out. And then, of course, you know, we 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 got to have some some fun. Uh, uh, and I created a little little something for for the website, and uh, it actually gets to say everything that that we do do for us cam like uh the the all the amazing articles on on lrm on online.com mm-hmm. and and genreverse.com which does go right right here right now but yeah, yeah. all of those awesome awesome celebrity interviews that, that we have on our on our youtube channel like this this cool little trailer that you guys can see on that on that youtube channel it's right there look look at that cam that's leap <laughs> pace he was in that that movie with that that guy. That was Robert Rodriguez, and, and um, he directed the thing, thing with the he's with making the Boba Fett. And, and that's Matt D- Damon. <laughs> <laughs> no, everyone, yeah. do please check you out. I our... never get to speak to any of these people. I know. Well, right? you you have once or twice. I've never really a couple times. No one wants to speak to Scottish people uh, no. in the middle of the night, unfortunately. No, and of course we do have all the po- podcasts that you guys can see right there on on your your uh, uh, screen. Marvel, uh, uh, freaking Star Wars, which you guys are listening to, to right now. There, there's the uh, uh, Anime Versal Reviews podcasts. Of course, there's there's so much great stuff, and of course, Breaking Geek Radio, the po- podcast every. Uh, um, God, when when are they? Fridays. Fridays. Is it, is it Friday? Yeah, they're they're Fridays, and so yeah, guys, uh, do definitely check check it all out. Please uh, uh, subscribe, uh, fo- follow us wherever you you get your your audio podcast from, and again, genreverse dot dot com. That's G E N R E V E R S E dot com. Uh, all LRM online. Uh, all Latino review media guys, we're just uh, uh, expanding 
and uh, for for you, there's a bunch of uh, so, social media information down below and in in the descriptions. Cam, you got anything else you want to say, bud? Nah. All right. Until next week, guys. May, may the force be with you. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18-plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. 